just a note or a friendly reminder before we get started today. It is never my heart to trigger or bring up topics that would be heavy or hard for you to hear. However, these are real life stories that sometimes can get really messy. So listen with caution, but I hope that you are inspired and encouraged to know that you are not alone and that your story matters. Here we go. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Keeping It Real with Amber. I'm your host, Amber McCutcheon, and I want to welcome Trevor Gabadon today. He is a young father who just put out his first book, and I'm sure that we're going to hear many more from him as the years to come. This is our second take on the podcast today. We had some technical difficulties, but we are in it to win it, so to speak, and I'm thankful for him to be available for this conversation. So Trevor, where do you want to start at? Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. All right. So of course, my name is Trevor and I actually just released my first children's book titled Daughters Grow Up So Fast from a Father's Perspective. There we go. Very cool, dude. And just to touch bases on why, why I came up with the, what gave me the bright idea. I didn't really I didn't grow up with my biological father in my life as much you know he was sent he went to prison then after he went to prison because he was born in Jamaica he was deported back to Jamaica so mm-hmm. I knew of him we met we did I remember I have some vague memory of him we had some nice times but I was probably like eight years old now I'm 24 so yeah. when we communicate now it's it's cordial it's cool but it's just not the same because we missed out on so many major events Right. I can't even, I don't even think I know my dad's birthday. Okay. That's kind of like a big, that was kind of like a big no-no for me. I have, I only have a daughter as of right now. And I just told myself that I wouldn't let, never let anything kind of like break us apart, no matter what, or kind of put a strain in our relationship to where she becomes my age. And it's kind of like we just met for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Like strangers meeting. Yep. Absolutely. So I know um, when we were talking just a little bit ago, you know, you kind of went through uh, the book a little bit and I'm so excited to get a copy for my family and I would encourage other families to do. So I think it's a great reminder to cherish the moments and take time to make memories with our kids and then to be intentional about the message that we're sending them, you know, through our actions and through our words. What are you looking forward to most with your daughter, but also what have you enjoyed most already with your four-year-old? So for the most, what I enjoy the most is she's like hooked to my hip, literally. If she could, I think she'd go to work with me. She'd go to school with me. She'd want me in her class all day. So I enjoy just the, the father-daughter quality time, I, I say the most, because I think she's going to remember this for the rest of her life. You know, she always she always tells me when she wants things, what she wants to do with daddy, what she wants to play, what new toys she wants. And she's just always excited when she's around me. So I kind of, I definitely enjoy being a dad. Like she makes being a dad a lot easy because, I mean, essentially she's like my best friend. So we have a great relationship. What was the other question? I forgot you said. What are you looking forward to most as she does grow up? 
honestly, I don't know. I think the most I look, I hope that she's able to take all the keys that I give her and and like just the, the advice and kind of just have her own life. Cause what I think about oftentimes is because I'm a male and she's a female, I'll never see the world in the way that she views it. Yes. Because that's just, just because I'm a male and she's a female, like females go through a bunch of different things that males don't go through. I can give her advice on a bunch of many topics, subjects, but ultimately because she's a female, she can take what I give her and just have a whole different yes. aspect on what, what, what it could be. So, I mean, I kind of look forward to just seeing how she grows up right now. She's four years old. She'll be five in July and she's growing up. Time is flying by fast. And it's kind of mm-hmm. cool because like, as she gets older, I know I'm getting older because I'll be right. 25 in two weeks. She'll be five in July. Then when she's six, I'll be 26. So it just keeps going right. up. So I know like I'm getting old when she's when she's getting up there. Right. All right. All right. Cool. What do you think some life lessons you have learned through having your daughter? Patience. I, the first that's the first one. The first key is patience. I think nothing can be rushed but a lot of stuff can get done if you have patience. Mm. I'd say consistency. Cause like when she was younger, you know, I used to work, 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 work. And this is about when she was maybe like a newborn. So I would work. I was always there. Definitely father figure her whole life. But when I would come home from work, she'll be asleep already. Yeah. And then I'll be asleep. So I'll wake up, go to work, see her for maybe a little bit have to go to work, she sleeps. So, you know, when the newborns, they're not really, if you in their face a lot, they'll definitely remember you. But if you're right. not gonna be like, uh, who's this guy? They're not really right. much. So from, I wanna say probably as from her newborn to about maybe we'll, we'll say like six, seven months, I was working a lot. So yeah. when it was my turn to, you know, hold her, feed her box, she really wasn't as clingy to me as she was to her mother. But fast right. forward now, you would think like I was just, she she was hooked to me the whole entire time. Right. Very cool. Very cool. So are you and her mother still in a relationship? No, we're, cur- we're currently not. I mean, we're cordial, definitely co-parenting right now. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. I think we spoke about that in the, on the last podcast. I, I feel like my message with that for young fathers is I actually hope, I definitely hope relationships stay the same. It's a lot easier if the parents stay together. You know, for me, I, you know, I get to see my daughter on the weekends, but of course, if you, if you still together, you see your daughter every day. So I encourage couples, young couples to just kind of figure it out. A lot of the times things can be fixed and worked on if you kind of just sit and think first rather than just moving on action and emotion but for the young fathers I do say if the relationship does not work out please do not use your child as a pawn because all that's going to do is because in my opinion anything can be worked out even if you even if you choose not to stay together but if you if you just x out your child your daughter your son because of the relationship going bad it's only gonna make your relationship with your child in the near future bad 
Right. And they're going to wonder, where were you for this certain amount of month? Where were you this year? Why didn't you do this? Where were my birthday? It's just a lot of key memories that you'll definitely miss out if you choose to not be an active father. And me coming as me as a, a, young, adult, a young adult now who didn't have his biological father, I see yeah. how that can weigh on you. A lot of the times guys don't want to talk about it, but guys go through daddy issues too. A lot of us don't yep. want to say it, but for me, and a daddy issue is not a bad thing either. You know, like right. some sometimes it's like subconsciously you might be around a friend or a family member who has their biological dad in their life. And you just see like the relationship is the dynamic is completely different. They have that father son, you know, versus somebody who didn't grow up with their father. You just left to wonder what if, what if, and mm -hmm. don't have any, like, I don't have, I maybe have one memory of me and my real dad. And I just told myself, I'd never let that happen to my daughter, or any other, any other kids that I may have, like I'll yeah. either. Right. I love that you are being the change that you want to see uh, about the legacy that you want to leave with your children, you know, and, you know, we mentioned a little bit on the last one, um, you know, you say in your culture, you know, so many fathers are absent. And I mean, and I just see so many broken families and what I do and how life goes, but in our society, it's a norm to have, um, children who have you know single moms or single dads and the other parent just kind of like pieced out so to speak you know and I think that the value of a father in a life is priceless because if you want to know if you want to have confident kids if you want to have that for daughters it's going to come from the daddy saying that you're valuable putting those boundaries in place and and showing that they're worth that time and you know not settling short of what, you know, they can have in life, you know, by the example of relationships that you have in your own life, even. Yeah, I agree. I think a dad definitely is key to a daughter just being her best version of herself. Because like I said in other podcasts, a mother to a son is loving and caring. The father is more so the strict parent to the son. But flip it, the mother and the daughter, if the, most relationships, the mother is kind of like more strict versus mm -hmm. the dad is kind of like, you know, he can warn her, he can walk her through certain aspects of life because he's the male and he can kind of give her the male point of view on things that a mother can't do. But if you're absent, then you don't even give your daughter a chance to kind of be that better version of herself or even know about certain things. So I think... The father is definitely important. I know in my family, it's normal. Like it's it's the norm where you, you don't have your, your biological dad in the picture. Yeah. And like with some friends, you don't have your biological dad. In society, it's normal. Yeah. And so I just want to be a part of the change. And me being yeah. young, young, it just gives me, it allows me to show that it can be done. Absolutely. You are living it out and walking it out. You're not just encouraging others, but you're leading by example. And I think our kids look to that as well. You know, you can't say, I remember my mom even saying, you know, do as I say, not as I do. 
I'm like, that doesn't, that doesn't work. You know, I'm going to follow your example, uh-huh. you know? And so, you know, we, as parents are our, our first mission field, our first um, really workplace, you would say is our home. You know, our kids should be priority in that and valuing the time that we have with them. I know earlier you were talking about, you know, figuring out how to balance between work and gym and school and time with your daughter and whatnot, but like really cherishing the moments um, and making time for those moments and not being kind of that, that father that was so focused on just working that you missed those everyday moments that bring you great joy and sunshine. So what is it that your daughter tells you when you get mad and you're like, she, okay. So she's at the stage where she's like, that's not nice. Don't say uh-huh. that. So when I do find myself, if I'm around her and I'm upset about something, or I, yep. just, I, I say a cuss word, she'll quickly say, don't say that. That's a bad word. That's not nice. And it's kind of like an instant yeah. relief. I just kind of stop. And you know that when she's saying that to you, it comes from a place of love because she loves her daddy and she wants even better for you, which is just a beautiful thing, an innocence of a child, you know, so helping guard her innocence and allowing her to be a child. And I think fathers being presence in their children's lives, not just daughter's lives, but in their children's lives allow them to stay to be children for a while longer. Um, when parents step away for whatever form or fashion and they are lead to kind of partner with the other parent in the raising, they have to grow up a whole lot faster. And yeah. so I love that your book, you know, talks about daughters grow up fast, but you know, you use the dynamics and I seen your illustrations while ago where there was a mom and dad both present, you know, or at least a mom and dad figure both present in that situation. Yeah. And that, you know, looking to have healthy role models in your life that you know what a new normal would look like not just what you grew up with with you know your biological dad being absent in your life and I know you talked about having a stepfather that that you appreciate your stepfather and the role that he's played in your life but it still left you feeling like there was something missing with your bio dad the things that he missed out on by not being in your life yeah because like I said I have others I have five four brothers and one sister so you know my stepdad is father to my two younger brothers and I just you can kind of like as I'm older now you can just see the difference like I'm glad they have their biological dad they're able to talk to him a little differently than I can I don't remember it kind of when I was younger in their age but as I'm older now I imagine it being a little different like just certain conversations you'd be even just comfortable having because that is your biological dad versus a stepfather or whoever your father figure may be in your life so I think having your biological dad present definitely plays a major key in anyone's life. All right. So Trevor, how do you want to challenge young fathers as we're going into the Father's Day weekend coming up? Um, what is your call to action to them? So, okay. So based on social media and just me being young and able to kind of see what's going on and what's like the, the the trend now I challenge young fathers to just think think ahead of time slow down don't move off emotions like I said I really do hope that young relationships especially when you bring a kid into the world they stay together however that doesn't seem to be the trend right now like statistics are showing like the young, like the younger uh, parents 
often, you know, they go their separate ways. Why? I'm not sure. In my opinion, I just maybe I, I would think, you know, you, you might not be interested in that same person that you were interested in when you were 20, 19 years old, now you're 24, 25, 26. Both of you may have two different interests when you get to an older age, but you shouldn't allow anything, anybody to get into the, in the way of your relationship with your child, because in the end, it really just hurts your little one. And if you, if it happens to you, bless you. And if it happens to you, if it happened to you already, then you kind of know what it feels like. So yeah. I say, just be the change that you wanted. Be be the dad that you that you wish you had, or be the dad that your dad was, but a little better. You know, because every uh, every household is different. Your household might not be the same as the household you grew up in, but the yeah. one the household you're creating might be a completely different dynamic. You might have saw some things that you didn't agree with, so you're doing it this way now. So that's my challenge. Just don't be so caught up in the now because where you are now is not where you'll be in a couple of years. Yeah, life is very stressful. It's hard, but a lot of people are forgetting that life is actually fun. It's, it's joyful. It's supposed to be, you know, for me, I, I'm positive for the most part. I have my down days, but I kind of replace negative thoughts with positivity and I can't tell you the last time I had like a really bad day. Yeah. Yep. And side note, if you wanted me to read the book again, I could. Yeah. You are more than welcome to read the book, Trevor. Okay. So again, this is my book titled Daughters Grow Up So Fast from a Father's Perspective. As fathers, we often have many things running through our minds as we watch our little princesses grow up. People always ask us that number one question, what are you gonna do when she gets older? We may laugh it off or smile, but the truth is we may never be able to handle them growing up. Here's a little glimpse of what happened, of what goes on inside a girl dad's brain. Love it. This book is dedicated to my beautiful daughter, Zoe Malia Gabadon. I can't wait until you're able to read this. I can put a smile on your face and to all the girl dads, this book is for you guys. Buckle up. The first time I laid eyes on you, I knew you'd be special. I couldn't describe the feeling, but I would try my best to give you the world. You were so precious and tiny. I was a bit scared, but gentle and cautious as I held you in my arms. of them at the hospital after she's born and these illustrations are based off of your daughter like on the front of the book that is your daughter yes this is actually a, a actual photo that she took for her third birthday Sweet. and we just love that uh, that first car ride home was something to remember i recall driving carefully making sure not to wake you but wanting to rush you home safe and sound riding in the back seat with the pumpkin seat yeah. So cute. Home at last, tiptoeing around the house because any sudden loud noise or creak and you were crying at the top of your lungs. <laughs> what a precious view looking at you and not having a clue of what to do next, but feeling like I had all the tools to do everything. Oh, safe in daddy's arms. I would catch myself daydreaming about life with you by my side, the daddy-daughter dates, walks in the park, 
car rides home, eating ice cream together, and being goofy together as we laugh uncontrollably. And this is probably my favorite illustrated. Right. So he, as the father, is just kind of laying back um, on a pillow. And then there's like these blurps where he is looking at the memories that are going to come to be made, even as he's daydreaming as a father. So cool. It was like time flew by and fast forwarded. You're a big toddler now. Look how far you've come along, walking and running all by yourself. You have grown so fast, wanted to do everything your way and all by yourself. You keep reminding me you are a big girl and pretty soon you'll be too cool for daddy. Playing soccer with her daddy. Very cool. Elementary school is around the corner. Daddy, Why do I feel overwhelmed as I say, see you later, waving as I watch you get on your school bus, happy as can be, without any worry. I hope you cannot sense the fear in my eyes. And that's uh, your daughter in the background, the star of the book that we can hear. Yep. I think my niece just got here, so she's happy. Let me just close the door really quick. It's all good. This is part of keeping it real here on Keeping It Real with Amber. We have real life that requires real responsibilities. And I just appreciate Trevor taking time to be on today, um, celebrating his fatherhood and encouraging and inspires other fathers as we're going into that Father's Day weekend. All right, you can pick back up, Trevor. All right. Middle school is here. Look at you, young lady. You resemble your daddy so much. I love you more than words can imagine. Nothing will ever tear us apart, and there is no such thing as life without you. And this is kind of like just a picture of me imagining her doing her hair for middle school. Yep. Yep. I love it. Oh, wow. High school prom. You better go alone or with a group of friends. I am serious. No boy is allowed, but it's a part of life. I am not sure who would be your Prince Charming, but I can assure you nobody is good enough. So you might as well take your handsome father to prom. Nice. Kind of like That's capturing the moments at prom. Okay. So I love Trevor and I were talking a while ago whenever um, we were having some technical difficulties. And this is his first book, but he has plans of other ones to come. And being a young father who is just 24 and has so many, um, lots of wisdom to be able to offer other young dads and just really challenging them in the season of life that you're in. And maybe you're not a young dad, but maybe you think you dropped the ball and you haven't cherished the moment. You can always start right now today. All right, Trevor, going to finish it up? Yeah, I'm sorry. My niece is here now. Nope. So Dude, it's all right. part of keeping it real. I promise you, you're good. My college graduate, I am also proud of you. The time has come. I have guided you every step of the way with tears rolling down my face. Where do I find the words to tell you how special you are? As a father, it is hard watching your little birdie fly out of the nest, but knowing she flew out of the nest on her own two feet when she was ready makes it all better. Nice. Celebrating graduating college. Yep. And it's crazy because she's actually graduating pre-K next May 26th. So I imagine this is going to be me. And nice. Man, I love being your dad. My little princess, you will get everything that I never had. Daughters grow up way too fast. I hope I've given you all the right tools for success. Very cool. 
and then and I know you mentioned like giving her that book and the last yes. picture here is really just you passing on that legacy of the book that you've written for her yes. that you know she really knows how much you love her and that you're there for her you're like her biggest cheerleader I guess that's okay to say like that you know I love that when you were talking about um, her graduating college and you're thinking about that you included tears streaming down your face because I think a lot of um, men young and old um, don't feel that it's okay to show emotion and that is so not true like but I think that that just became a norm like that's like an old school norm so to speak so now it's but it's been passed down for so long that generation generation men feel like it's it's you're like a punk if you show emotion you're a punk if you cry but at what point as a man can you what can you show emotion for then that that just didn't make sense to me to just kind of if you feel like you have to cry but hold it in because that's not a manly thing to do or afraid to touch on certain topics because you might think people will look at you a different way, but you might not know that's that very person that you, you're afraid to tell this to might be thinking the exact same thing. Absolutely. So for me, I just say, you know, just try to break the barriers and just recreate what you want to recreate. As long as it's all in good form and fashion and it's positive, why not? I think if you're doing the right thing, a lot of people will kind of just follow you. Like, my yeah. example would be this book when I had when I released it and I posted it on my Instagram out of I probably had over 60 different reposts from random people and I maybe told out of all those people that reposted it for me I probably asked three people to repost it but yeah that's just like me saying like if you're doing something good and people see yeah. it they're gonna just attach to it yeah and what and want to to participate with you on that journey as well absolutely well I want to most definitely link arms with you on this journey um I will be posting how to get your book in the show notes for the episode so that it makes it easy for these dads to be able to read it with their daughters and be able to create new normals that's really what we call it at our house um I grew up with a very dysfunctional father who was abusive in many ways. And so I didn't know what it was like to have a healthy father figure, but my husband is most definitely an honorable man who is helping to create new normals with our kiddos. And we are, you know, working on creating a legacy that we want to pass on. And that's what I hear with your heart. That's, you know, you're looking towards the future. You're not just focusing on the for now, but you're looking towards the future and you're saying, what kind of legacy do I want to leave for my daughter and with my daughter, you know, with my children. Cause you know, right now you have one, but you don't know what the future holds necessarily. And you're said, whatever comes your way, you know, what kind of father do I want to be based on the experiences that I have and have not had, you know, the things that I was able to experience and didn't even have. And so I just commend you as um, a woman who's a little bit farther along in life. Um, I look and you give me hope to the generations to come that you are being, um, being the change that you want to see. Um, not only just in your family, but in our community and our cultures um, as well. So I will just do my best to be able to get your word out there and your book. And I would love to have you back again sometime, Trevor, especially after you write some more books that you've been talking about. We'll partner up again. But thank you for being on Keeping It Real today. Is there any parting words you want to share with our audience today? Keep going. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like my key. I have a bunch of 
quotes that I have in my room. One of them, I'll just kind of touch bases on them. Independence, what does it mean to you? How will you get there? What type of life do you want? A quote that I look at every day is, you are closer than you think. A lot of people just kind of live in the now and they, they put, do a lot of putting a lot of work, but they're not seeing the results, but they might quit not realizing that they're closer than you think. My, another one I, I look at is, I know my payday is coming and your payday doesn't necessarily have to be money. Like your yeah. payday can be that joy you've been waiting for in so long, it finally came to you. Your payday might be, you're thinking about some, quitting something and oops, now you have a baby boy or a daughter coming into the world, yeah. graduating. Anything that, that's kind of like happy, happy is gonna bring you happiness is kind of like your payday. So okay. that's like my goal. You stay focused and the sky's the limit. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Trevor, for being on today. And we just wish you blessings and um, many happy memories with you and your child as you celebrate Father's Day coming up. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you. And I appreciate you for having me on. I want to encourage you to head on over to Amazon and check out Trevor's book, Daughters Grow Up So Fast from a father's perspective. It really is a good reminder to just cherish the moments, to be intentional, to make memories, and enjoy the season or the phase that you're in right now, whether it's being a parent or grandparent. This would make a great gift for a child, for a parent, for even a grandparent. I think they would enjoy this book. So think outside of the box, help support this young father as he is pursuing his dreams and making a difference, encouraging other fathers to buckle up and to be present. Just a reminder, if you have questions for us or would like to leave some feedback, you can go to anchor.fm backslash keeping real with Amber. Your questions would be answered on a future podcast. We're going to do those every so often so that we can make sure that your voice is heard and that you know that you matter. Talk to y'all soon.